This is episode 35, 10 Big Ideas from the First Days of School book. If you want to have the best school year ever, this is the podcast for you. If you hear something that resonates with you, if you receive value from today's podcast, please do subscribe and share this with a friend. Welcome to Z-Rated Success. Z-Rated Success. The podcast to help educators and those who work with youth to help them succeed by standing out instead of fitting in. This This is Z-Rated Success. And this is Nick ZZ. Hey, Zebra Educator. I am super excited about going back to school. Yes, we get to go back in person. I know uh, there's some reservation there because we're, we're still in this pandemic. However, I'm excited that we get to teach in person because the previous year, it was hard teaching virtually. And I noticed that there are students who didn't do well at all. And then I had some students I didn't expect uh, who excelled in the virtual learning space. But I'm glad that we're able to go back in person. And uh, for that reason, I want to share with you today some of my biggest ideas, the big ideas from a book that you perhaps have read before entitled First Days of School. It's by Harry and Rosemary Wong. It's a phenomenal book and it's loaded with great, great ideas. I was thinking about sharing just five big ideas, but since there are so many, I'm going to give you 10, just 10 big ideas. And this is a podcast, so you'll be able to revisit this, replay it, uh, listen to it a couple of times to get everything that's in it. So let's dive in. How can we make this school year the best school year ever? Well, it starts with the first day. The first days of school will set the tone for the rest of the school year. So if you want to have a great year, if you want to have a better year than you did the previous year, stay right here because I'm going to share with you my biggest ideas, 10 big ideas from the book. Let's dive in. But before we do, there are three characteristics of an effective teacher. Three characteristics of an effective teacher. The three characteristics are has good classroom management skills, mhm, teaches for mastery, mhm, and has positive expectations for student success. So I want you to think about that because as we go through these big ideas, that the goal is to be an effective teacher. The goal is to be effective in the classroom. The goal is to do that. And as you do it, your students will excel. And I'm going to give you these big ideas that will help you do just that. The first big idea is your expectations of your students will greatly influence their achievement in your class and in their lives. I'm going to say that one more time. Your expectations of your students will greatly influence their achievement in your class and in their lives. See, your students will rise up to the level of your expectations. Treat your students as though they already are what you want them to be and help them to be capable of becoming what they will be. Uh, This is super important because I remember when I was much younger uh, in in grade school, elementary school, there was this one teacher that stood out. 
Uh, she made a tremendous impact in my life. And I share uh, this story in the first episode of the rated success. So if you want to hear the entire story, you can go back to the first episode. Now, briefly, she changed the game for me in school because I was struggling in school. I would get in trouble a lot. I would get sent to uh, detentions, to uh, to uh, CSI often. But every time she would see me in class, and her name is Mrs. Mack, uh, she, she would say, Nick Zizi, you can do better than that. Uh, Nick Zizi, I see in you a leader. Uh, Nick Zizi, I see that you can get A's in my class. You can succeed in this class. But I didn't see that for myself. So I kept getting in trouble. I kept uh, just misbehaving. And then one day I just began to remember that, you know, just thinking every time, like instead of her criticizing me, instead of her putting me down, instead of her writing me off, she would constantly pour into me and tell me what she expected of me. And eventually what I did was I I rose up to her expectation and I began to make changes in my behavior. I began to study. I began to pay attention in class. And then eventually I did well that school year, whereas in the previous school years, I struggled. So Mrs. Mack's expectation made an impact in my life. So I want you to think about your students today. Your expectations of your students will greatly influence their achievement. So if you expect your students to do well, let them know, I'm expecting you to do well this year. I'm expecting you to learn this year. I'm expecting you to be well-behaved this year. And then treat them that way. Treat them, even if they're misbehaving, even if they're not meeting Uh, the requirements of the class by not turning in the work. You just say, you know what? I know you guys can do it. I know you can. You have what it takes to do it. So you constantly say it. You constantly expect. Let them know your expectations. And eventually, they'll rise up to the level of your expectations. The second big idea is this. What you do on the first day of school will determine your success for the rest of the year. Mm, This is so true. What you do on the first day of school, first days of school, first week, first two weeks, first three weeks of school will determine your success for the rest of the year. You will either win or lose your class on the first days of school. So think it through. I mean, you perhaps are in the week number two or week number three. What can you do differently? How can you set the stage for the school year? The third big idea is classroom management. And and I love this one here. And it's about this. It says, uh, he said that effective teachers have a script or classroom management plan ready on the first day of school to structure and organize the classroom. So you want to have a script. You need to have your classroom management plan in place. And if you notice the first week went by and you're still kind of struggling with it or students are having a hard time getting it, you may want to make some adjustments, but you want to make sure that you walk into your classroom. You you have a script. You need to know what needs to happen if this happens or if that happens. Super important. And also you want to be proactive and, and rewarding students who are 
behaved or well-behaved who put in the extra effort. Super important. The fourth big idea is this. Call or write each home before school begins. And again, within two weeks. Teachers plus parents equals good students. So get started early on uh, writing to your to the parents and, and trying to get them engaged right now because we need the parents. We, we need as many parents as possible to help us uh, help their students succeed, to help their child succeed. Super, super important. Number five, the fifth big idea is have the room ready for instruction and make it invitational. Have the room ready for instruction and make it invitational. So look at your room right now and see, okay, is it ready for instruction? Perhaps uh, the first week went by and you're feeling like, no, I need to make some changes. Do that now. Start making changes now. And then ask students or perhaps uh, a a colleague to uh, check your room and and give their, their, their honest feedback about the room. And then make some make adjustments accordingly. The sixth big idea is determine the learning style of your students. Student achievement is greater when the teaching style matches the learning style. As you know, everyone has a dominant learning style, depending on the situation. There are eight in total. You have visual learners, oral learners, verbal learners, social learners, logical learners, physical and tactile learners, solitary learners, and naturalistic learners. So let's say, for example, visual learners. How would you teach a visual learner? Well, visual learners retain information more effectively when visual aids are used, such as pictures, images, film film clips colors, and diagrams. They're also good at understanding visual data presented in maps, charts, and graphs. So here are some strategies uh, for teaching visual learners. Use visual aids. Uh, Most other learners will benefit from visual elements as well. Provide visual analogies and metaphors to help with visual imagery. Substitute words for colors and pictures. So those are some examples of of how you can teach visual learners. Now, you can go down the list of the different learning styles and and see how you can teach uh, or mix it up, I should say, mix it up, mix up your teaching to, to accommodate all of the different learning styles in your classroom. Big idea number seven is self-esteem results from school achievement. You cannot give someone a better self-esteem. The role of a teacher is to engineer student success. That's the goal of a teacher. And and that's our goal. And that is to engineer student success. So I cannot give my students better self-esteem. However, I can put them in a position to boost their self-esteem, to boost their self-confidence when they do well in school. So you want to think about how you can help your students to do better in school because by doing better in school, they'll boost their self-esteem, they'll boost their self-confidence. Number eight, teachers can only give what 
and who they are themselves. Ooh. Teachers can only give what and who they are themselves. I cannot pour into my students what I don't already have within myself. I cannot model for my students what I am not doing myself. So I want you to think about you, yourself, look yourself in the mirror and begin to raise the bar on yourself. What is it that you're expecting your students to do this year that you need to do? What is it that you are expecting of your students that you've noticed the previous year they haven't done that they should be doing this year? Well, raise the bar on yourself because it's important to understand that if I'm expecting my students to put in extra effort, I need to put in extra effort. And this goes uh, for in classroom and outside of classroom. So at home, I need to put in extra effort. So if I'm expecting my students to be well-organized, then I too, me, I I need to be well-organized as well. So again, you can only give what you have. You can only give, you can only model who you are. So focus on yourself this year. Every single day, look for ways to improve. Look for ways to get better. Look for ways to sharpen your your, your sword uh, so that you can get better as a teacher. And as a result, you'll begin to see improvement in your classroom. The ninth big idea is this. You may be the only stable adult your students will ever see in their lifetime. You may be their only hope and dream for a brighter tomorrow. So that goes back to what I said at number eight. Uh, so, so it's about focusing on yourself. It's about uh, filling yourself up, um, replenishing yourself by reading and, and developing personal development, professional development, and making sure that, that you are that example for your students. Uh, you perhaps are the only stable adult your students will ever see in their lifetime. So that's a huge responsibility. It is a huge responsibility. So I say to you again, to focus on yourself and and, and, and make sure you're constantly looking for ways to get better, constantly looking for ways to be a better example, a better model for your students. And the 10th big idea is this. Inside every great teacher, there is an even better one waiting to come out. There is an even better one waiting to come out. So you may feel like, well, I've already done everything that I can, that I'm already, I'm at my wits end. I've put in all the effort. I've made all the sacrifices to get to where I am. Well, can, can I say this? Can, can I just, uh, I just want you to consider this, uh, that, that, that you can always do more and that you can always become more. Uh, for example, if I if I were to do ten push-ups right now, or let's let's flip this around. Let's say you, if if I were to say do ten push-ups right now, and you you you're pushing, you're doing all you can. You're you're at push-up number nine, uh, ten, and you get it. Great. Now, if I were to ask you, is that all you can do? Maybe that one setting, that first time, it would be yes. But in reality, the truth is, no, you can get back down again. Just give yourself a few minutes, right, uh, to, to rest. 
and and then you can go back and do more push-ups as again, right? So so whenever we feel like we've done all that we can, the truth is no, we can do more. We can be more. So I challenge you today to begin to work on yourself and the, the greater teacher, that great teacher that's inside of you, the zebra that's inside of you needs to be unleashed. And the way it's unleashed is by you stretching every single day, pushing yourself every single day to get better, to read the books, to go to the pro- professional development uh, sessions, to, to do whatever you can to, to learn more, to grow more, to become more. And as a result, uh, your students will reap the benefits of that. They will reap the benefits of it. Because when we think about students who aren't succeeding, um, who are struggling in school, oftentimes we'll say it's the student's fault. And of course, yeah, there's a part that the student is is responsible for, right? We we can say also it's the parents, you know, it's the it's the father, it's the mother, uh, it's it's this, it's this, it's the community, or it's it's this and that. And we can look at a lot of these different uh, places and people that would have some level of responsibility, some measure of responsibility. But but when it comes to us, I believe the buck stops here. I believe it stops right here uh, that when they come to my classroom, the, the 45 minutes that I'm with them or the hour that I'm with my students, I'm going to do whatever I can to get them to the level where they need to be. And, and when we begin to, when we can see ourselves that way, when we see our job that way, and, and yeah, I know, what if we don't get the assistance? What if we don't get the support from administration, from the parents, from uh, society, from the community, and so on? What, 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 what's going to happen? Do we just give up on the students? No. Let's do our part. Let's do the best we can and, and hope and pray that that student turns around, that we can help uh, change the course of their life, the direction of their life. And I think we can. I think we can. And I know, I know it's a huge responsibility, but it's possible. There is a teacher that did it for me. And I'm sure you've had teachers in your life that have helped you in a tremendous way. So again, we have that responsibility. I came on here today to share with you these 10 big ideas. There are a lot more to share. I'll come back. Perhaps I'll do a part two and a part three of this but I love this book. So if you haven't read it, pick it up. It's called First Days of School by Harry and Rosemary Wong. Great book to read right now at the beginning of the school year. And if you're listening to this some other time, you can still read it. You can still read it and, and look for ways to implement what you're learning from the book. Thank you again for listening to Z-Rated Success. I hope you learned something about standing out. If you are an educator, that wants to get a professional development, to get a presentation for your students to help build their self-esteem so that they are not following the crowd, but that they are knowing who they are so they can stand out, please send an email to info at nickzizi.com so we can set up a time to talk. I would love to see about getting my speaking program or my book or my professional development in your school. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, don't forget. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. If you have received value, please do subscribe and also join our Facebook group for educators called Zebra Educators. Join today. Thank you. And remember, imitation is limitation. Unleash your zebra. 
If you've received value from today's podcast, make sure to subscribe and visit ZratedSuccess.com for more tips and strategies that will help you stand out instead of fit in. Reminding you today to unleash your zebra. Unleash your zebra.